I'm Dennis. I'm Christina from Arsenal Handicraft. You're listening to the Master of One podcast. You can find us at arsenalhandicraft.com. Welcome to this Sandbox episode of the Master of One podcast, part two for this week. This week, we talk to the talented duo, illustrators, and co-founders of Pretend Friends, Anna and Daniel Clark. I'm Andrew, your Master of Art and Design. I'm Patrick, your Master of Television and Film. And I'm Luke, your Master of Toys and Games. So get ready for a lot of fun and a lot of love, because this episode's about to get rolling. So cute. So for this Sandbox episode, we're excited to talk to an incredibly talented duo that we know and love from our Slack channel. They put together awesome, awesome work. It's always cute. It's always adorable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the talented duo, illustrators and co-founders of Pretend Friends, Anna and Daniel Clark, to the show. Hooray! Hello! What's up? Uh, So Anna, Daniel, do you now know why we start every episode by clapping? Because it's, uh, we've made it through the intro. <laughs> That's all there is to it. That's all that it takes. Um, so we are so excited that you guys uh, have joined us on the show. Like I said in the intro, you um, are very active participants in the Slack channel. You're always posting work you're, you're doing, you're commenting, and you're, you're actively participating in that. Um, but on top of that, you guys are super, super talented. But tell everybody who you are. Give us the Wikipedia page about the Clarks. Sure. Mm-hmm. So um, we are two halves of a creative duo, I guess you'd say. Uh, we met in college and then uh, got engaged pretty soon after that. Um, and then right out of college, both had design jobs, um, separate design jobs, and started pretty much doing freelancing right off the bat outside of school. Um, cut to a couple years later, we had some kids, so I got out of the workforce to stay home with the children mm-hmm. uh, and continued mm-hmm. to freelance, uh, and Daniel still works for an agency. Um, so we were kind of doing separate things for a while and then somewhat recently decided to kind of join forces and, um, start doing some illustration stuff together. Yeah. So we've been doing that for probably four or five months now. Yeah. So it's really totally Oh, wow. Years. I didn't realize yeah. that mm-hmm. recent. Yeah. So pr- prior to that, though, you guys were both doing your own your own thing, your own your own gig. And when I first got introduced to your work, it was it was you, Daniel. Um, mm-hmm. When we were doing the uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was that Disney art challenge that we did with Jared Mariama mm-hmm. like a year ago, um, and you entered uh in with your with your submission and then we saw another submission and we loved it and it was Anna's it was your your piece mm-hmm. and you guys are both big Disney fans uh which is what initially drew me to your work so talk to us a little bit about that uh why Disney Oh I mean not? that's that's <laughs> so like uh when we met in college we kind of bonded over Disney in the first place so, uh, I mean, I grew up going there and you grew up going there. Uh, 
uh, and we always loved it. But then once I like started getting more into design um, and illustration, uh, I was returning back to like the Disney stuff to like get a lot more inspiration. And then through that, we kind of just bonded over Mary Blair and Disney World and um it's just we both really love like whimsical magical stuff and like that's exactly how you would define Disney so I think that was just a starting point for both of us yeah definitely um and yeah it was something that I always I went you know as a child um but there was a long span of my life where I didn't go and then when I was probably in my early 20s I went again and just kind of fell in love with it all over again so we go probably two to three times a year if we can yeah um you guys so, are based out of where we're in st louis so yeah, we're okay. kind of in the middle of we're not close to either um <laughs> yeah <laughs> so or, or really but, to go to either so, one yeah but we yeah. just kind of make it work um so we usually go to i'd say probably disney world more often than disneyland but um yeah. we try to switch it up because we love both for different reasons so yeah. So let's uh, let's dive in deep. Um, what does collaboration look like when you are two designers that are married? So collaboration and because obviously you're working on things together for pretend friends, um, but you also had um, e- either separate freelance work or agency work and homework and those type of things. So what does that look like continuing to learn and then push each other while being two different designers in the same household? Yeah, I think it's always worked out really well for us, even when we were back in school. Um, mm-hmm. We've always kind of helped art direct each other, critique each other. Um, and it's the kind of relationship where we can be completely honest with each other. I feel like more so than like a friend, because you kind of feel like you're going to offend a friend. But yeah, I mean, we were... you can't really go anywhere. So I can offend you as much as I want. <laughs> you're <laughs> stuck with each other. You're kind of stuck. So. That's all my lawyer stuff. But, I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, no, I think we just have always worked really well together. Um, And it's definitely a a healthy competition kind of thing with us. Yeah, we were collaborators before we were even a couple. Like, we were in class together, and uh, we've always just had a natural, like, you were one person who, like, would give me honors critiques and, like, would help make my work better. Whereas everybody else either is just like, yeah, that looks good, or, like, I don't have any edits for that. We've always been, like, super honest with each other and, like... I think we both have like a strong desire to like make the best work we possibly can. And so before we were even like working together as pretend friends, we were basically working on everything together anyway. So we thought we would just make it official. (laughs) So, yeah. So that, that leads to to a question that I I was wondering how, how have um, like, what's one very tangible thing that you've, changed or that you've altered or tweaked about your work this is question is for each of you um that you've changed or altered about your work directly as a result from feedback you've gotten from the other person and it might be process or it might be actually um style actual or output. Yeah. yeah but one thing we have changed sheesh uh i mean i feel like daniel's definitely the stronger character guy Um, I typically gravitate more towards like the inanimate object or like background, that sort of thing. So I think that you've helped push my character work, Mm -hmm. even though as pretend friends, you're typically doing more of the characters and I'm doing the the supplementary stuff. Um, But you're always definitely um, the person I go to to ask what needs to be pushed with my character. So I'd say that's probably for me. Yeah. And I think for me, it's like, I usually can get, 
uh, like pretty out there or I could get ahead of myself with the stuff or uh, kind of like I get real excited about an idea and then you're always like helping me like tighten it up or like get back on track and stuff like that. So um, it's the kind of thing where um, we just we both complement each other. Mm. But we both have like different strengths, so not like we literally, can... we're not complimenting. No, <laughs> constantly insult each other. Actually, really it's... negative. <laughs> uh, but stylistically, we complement each other. Yeah, no, we've always like had a, a different sort of passions and strengths, but we've always like had the same tastes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just we just naturally complement each other. It's just a very uh, fluid, easy process between the both of us sure yeah so i i do want to know you know we we make fun or poke fun or whatever in jest about uh it's not always complimenting each other but what happens when there's conflict like what what's the um what's the resolve when you when you're working with a client or you're working on something uh where you have to work together and you just don't see eye to eye what what do you guys do in that scenario because that's not that's not uncommon for partnerships, but yeah. when you have the added uh, hurdle of a marriage relationship, that that can get a little bit tricky. So, how do you guys navigate that? We're kind of that really annoying couple. It just doesn't, doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Like, well, <laughs> no. I hate saying that because people are like, "All oh, right," but like, and it's the kind of thing where if if I feel a certain way about something and he feels the opposite way, it's like, okay convince me why your way is better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's just, I don't know. We compromise really easily. Like we don't argue. We just have no. conversations. Yeah. So it's a lot of like, uh, what do you think about this? Well, I think like it would be better if it was like this. Well, I don't think so. So it's a lot of like that back and forth conversation. And we usually just kind of meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. And we're both like, um, I think we go into, uh, the other person's opinion with like a super open mind, which is very important. Um, it's not really like, I'm like, Oh, I really gotta like, I want to prove her wrong and show her this works. It's more just like, yeah, that's a good point. I'll try it that way. I didn't like it that way. So I changed it back and nobody's feelings are hurt. Cause we just, you know, we're just super open-minded and we're just, like I said, our only interest is to make the best work possible. So if something doesn't work, then is, is move on to the next thing. Is that something that you you think you both learned from working like in the agency setting before of just how to, you know, say your opinion and fight for it and then just deal with it? Yeah, and I think school does that too. Yeah. Um, you just have to know how to talk about your work, but also not be married to your work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just, I mean, it's when we're in a work setting, it's completely not personal at all. Right. So it's not like we're holding hmm. any grudges about, you know, yours got picked or you know, I won Master of One podcast contest and you lost. Yeah, but I'd like you won it because I animated it for you. Well, okay, there we go. Let's Perfect talk about segue. that. <laughs> because so we, we may have just captured the very first <laughs> argument between the Clarks, and it's on footage. We have footage of this. This is the incredible. The piece we're talking about is the Snow White cuckoo clock. Yes. Uh-huh. That's the piece. And um, and, um, it, honestly, that's probably the first time that, cause that, that, that was a while ago. That was, that was like exactly a year yeah. ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was February of 2017. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So that's probably the first time I was aware of, of y'all's work. I, I knew that y'all were in the community. I don't know that I knew that y'all were married or, or whatever. I think 
I think Daniel, you were a little bit more vocal in the Slack community, so I knew that you were there. Yeah. And then, um, but the clock is the first piece where like it all merged all this stuff, and it's a really awesome piece. For those that haven't seen it, it's it's a cuckoo clock, right? Um, and uh, I don't know how to comp- so I lived a, a small amount of time in um, near. Uh, Amish country in Ohio and there's this town called Sugar Creek that has like the world's largest cuckoo clock so whenever I see this piece I just think of Sugar Creek Ohio <laughs> that's what comes to mind that's what I was going but, for. Good. Good. but yeah so you nailed it um, yeah she really actually referenced exactly that you know the giant clock in Sugar Creek Ohio <laughs> let's let's do that um, but it's, it's a clock and it's it has all the characters and it's animated so it, it has like the ticking motion and then you have characters like you know, like the doors open and they like slide out through the doors and all that kind of stuff. Really, really cool piece. So talk a bit about the process of creating that piece together and, and what that back and forth was like and, and then that final output. Sure. So that was actually how I got into the Slack community. Um, Daniel had seen the, you know, the contest pop up and he said, hey, you should do this too. Um, I actually hadn't illustrated it in quite a while. So it was yeah, the first piece like I had months. done in a while. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, that'd be really fun. I knew I kind of wanted to do a cuckoo clock, um, just cause they're always interesting to me. Um, so I landed on Snow White and then after I got to thinking about it, I thought it'd be more fun if it actually moved and there was music and that sort of thing. So I roped Daniel into doing that part of it. Um, yeah, it was just a really fun piece to work on. And I think it was a good example of our collaboration of what we can both bring to the table. So Yeah, that was one of those. Like we have we worked together several ways and that was kind of more typical to where um Anna had the idea, she drew everything, and then she's like, Hey, I wanted to do this, and then I just was kind of like the kind of produced the animation, she directed everything. Cool. Uh, so sometimes we work like that, sometimes it's a lot more like actually working on something together at the same time. But that was one where it was just, it was all you. You just needed me to help make it move. And then I'd show it, I'd show it to you. Yeah, as a button pusher. But no, (laughs) then I'd show it to you and I'd be like, oh, this kind of looked better this way or like something like that. But, um, um, so I want to shift to, uh, you guys are like four or five months now working together full, you know, full time, right? Um, Mm -hmm. are you working from your house? Are you guys at home or do you have a different studio space? So Daniel still works for an agency. Okay. Um, so he has a full-time job. So uh, Pretend Friends is I stay at home with my kids. Yeah. Um, so I can answer client emails and that sort of thing during the day, which is yep. nice. So I handle kind of that end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Daniel's a lot of working at night to catch up with some stuff. Gotcha. So, so yeah. okay. So I guess my question, we've, we've kind of gotten into lately on the show a little bit more of just what is life like trying to live life as a, as a freelancer and especially Daniel with still a full-time job. And then you're trying to do a business, you know, uh, together. How does that affect home life or, or what things have you guys had to like tweak and, you know, change so that it feels, uh, doesn't feel like just work all the time everywhere. Sure. So we have two children, Mm -hmm. so they obviously take a lot of my attention. They're three and a half and one and a half. So they're really crazy. They're literally the most attention needing age, except for like newborn. Yeah. Or Luke. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever age Luke is right now. (laughs) So, um, so they take up a, a 
lot of my time during the day. Luckily, yeah. my sister lives two doors down. So oh, nice. um, she'll take my kids about once or twice a week so I can get work done, like put in, you know, not just 10, 15 minutes at a time. Um, I can actually sit down and work for a couple hours at a time. And actually helps. eat right. lunch yeah. and actually like think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to the bathroom by myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's kind of my day to day. I am admittedly terrible at staying up late at night. Oh yeah. Um, so, and I don't work well at night. I work much better in the morning or during the day. So yeah. I try to just find some days during the week that I can really sit down and, and knock some stuff out. Um, Daniel doesn't have that luxury, so he <laughs> has to work basically from when after right after the kids go to bed um, until you know one or two in the morning. Yeah, wow. so like I've been freelancing for like probably five years now. Uh huh. Um, so it's not just pretend friends. I like have like other freelance stuff I do, um, but I kind of learned early on to just work every night and do a little bit at a time. And just kind of get in that habit to the point to now where if I go to sleep at night and don't work, I feel super anxious the next day. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's uh, it was just, it's the um, kind of thing where I just set up a rule for myself. Like when the kids are up, when the family's up, I'm with them. We're doing family stuff. I'm not working. I'm not doing anything like that. Uh, so that pretty much just leaves like if I wake up early or stay up late at night, um, which sounds terrible, but I really like what I do. So I don't mind so much. Yeah, it's it, um, there's something about like getting did, into but... a routine that makes yeah. it yeah. easier. Sure. Yeah. I, I want to know about what – so, I, you know, you look at what you guys do, what you guys uh, produce, and there's just a, a part of me. So if uh, if you've not – if you're not familiar with, with Anna or Daniel's work, we've kind of – vaguely described it but i'm going to give a little bit better of a description um right now because i have a question <laughs> about it it's very um you you uh, it's very cute um in nature the characters uh, are always have this uh, always seem to be happy about life right there you don't you don't you rarely <laughs> see anything that's that's dark or grimy or dingy everything is bright everything is fun everything is happy um you use simple color palettes to communicate a whole world of of um interesting um you know uh, layout and, and texture and all that stuff so my question for you guys is with with we are pretend friends with Anna as an individual designer and Daniel as an individual designer who like, where does, where does Anna leave off and Daniel pick up other than the fact that, that Daniel does more of like the character design stuff. Your work has seemingly, if you look at both of them individually, they have a very, very similar uh, cohesion. And like, where does that, where does that, where does that come from? Have you guys just been working long enough together and it's, like one of those you start to become like the person you're around the most or did you just individually naturally already have a similar aesthetic? I kind of we, both. Yeah. I think we, that's what kind of drew each other, like drew us together was mm -hmm. we had similar taste and style and inspiration. Um, so we always kind of drew similarly. I mean, I think for us looking at our work, I feel like they're very dissimilar and I can really tell who's drawing uh -huh. each one, but I know that's because we're the ones drawing it. Um, so I'm glad that to other people, yeah. it seems pretty seamless because that's kind of some of the kinks that we're trying to work out as we're kind of blending our stuff together now, um, is making it not so much as like, you know, 
I definitely made one piece or definitely Daniel definitely made one piece and kind of making it seem like a, a brand versus individual pieces. Um, but yeah, I think we always just kind of, and I think we've evolved over time too. Like I was originally uh, a lot more cartoony with my style. Um, like if I was going to sign decades to us, I was a lot more like 1930s. You're a lot more 1950s. Um, but then as like, um, so I originally, I originally started out as like a drawing major. And then as I got into design and after like meeting Anna and getting more into like mid-century and stuff like that, I think after working with each other, our style kind of evolved into like those two sort of like inspirational, like cartoon with mid-century and fun and like we both always liked bright colors so I think over time it's evolved but it was always pretty similar yeah and I mean you've always used a brighter color palette I feel like and mine's been more muted so I feel like um as we're developing our style as one unit we're kind of meeting in the middle which is nice I think we're finding like a good balance between the two styles so and you you mean that even within like the same project you don't mean that from project to project Mm -hmm. you're just saying within the same project right so I'm very um, on the idea of, of what is essentially agency life. I mean, I understand that it's freelance, but you're working together. What what are um, and Daniel, you're obviously still working for an agency. What are kind of your um, like pet peeves right now, or what, what are the 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 kind of commonly held beliefs? within the way you operate as an agency or within the way you operate as a freelancer with a customer that are just that uh, you're kind of like pushing away right now as like, Hey, this shouldn't be a norm. Is there anything like that that stands out to you in the way that y'all do business versus maybe the way a a typical digital agency would do business? Uh, I mean like, so in terms of stuff that we've worked on, we've been super fortunate. We've had like really good clients um, I mean, I know like if, so I work in advertising during the day and that's like a whole different thing with a whole different kind of, uh, culture and like demands and stuff like that. So within that, I mean, you'll get, you know, you get all sorts of people, you'll get the bossy person, you'll get the completely removed from project person. It's, um, kind of just, you never really know what you're going to get, but for like stuff that we've worked on, um, like we just did a big hospital project and we worked mm-hmm. like with an agency that hired with uh, hired us um, called Martin group. And they were fantastic. And um, the person we worked with, she was uh, super awesome and really nice and really helpful. Um, I feel like the only people I've ever gotten that were kind of like bad clients were either people I was doing stuff for free for <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or that like I knew <laughs> like those, those are always like Friends. the worst yeah. clients. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, um, I feel like we're super adaptable, um, but we've been super, we've been, I've said super about 10 times, but we've been no, very good. fortunate so far. <laughs> no, that, so, that that's, yeah, that's awesome that you've been able to, uh, at least up to this point, kind of, uh, uh, not necessarily be protected, but but not have to maybe deal with some of the uh, more typical day to day that you would get in like your your mm-hmm. agency life. So, so. you've so, so you've somehow managed to subvert major conflict with your clients, and somehow managed to subvert major conflict with your partner. I'm not a hundred percent real that you guys are real people. Like there's a there's a chance that this is uh, complete just uh, just complete uh, fabrication. Yeah, fabrication. I'm not a hundred percent sure. 
you know, it's just you work. You'll work on stuff where like you're not exactly excited about what you're making. Sure, but the people are super happy with it, so it's like that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or it's and you just kind of roll with the roll with the punches. I just pretty agreeable. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll just say, that, I think your personality the, might have a lot to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's the kind of thing too where like if somebody doesn't like something, I don't get offended. I'll just be like, why? And then they'll give me a reason. I'll be like, okay, that makes sense. And then I'll like take their feedback. And I'll either do exactly what they ask or I'll say, like, I understand what you're saying, but what if we did this to make it better instead of sure. whatever you were trying to like? I just think it's just being able to be an adult and be nice and uh, have manners is super important So <laughs> when you're let working me ask, with strangers. Yeah. Let me ask one thing real quick before we transition to final questions. But where does uh, Pretend Friends come from? The name? Yes. So, I mean, it comes from um, both of you. I have that piece of it, but the, the name of it. <laughs> we made it up. No. Um, so when we decided to, you know, start this thing, we're like, well, I guess we need a name. Um, so we just kind of wanted something that was somewhat ambiguous that could, um, that didn't like nail us into one specific pocket of illustration or design or anything like that. Um, so we like the idea. So it doesn't mean like we're not real friends. <laughs> I know a lot of people think that that's what it means. Um, it's more pretend as in it's make, a it's a play on it's a play on an like, imaginary friend, right? Yeah. Uh, like we wanted to have something that was a lot about like imagination and, and being happy and basically everything <laughs> that you would use to describe our work. Uh, but imaginary is used for everything. Yeah. Uh, so we we're trying to think of something besides imaginary friend. Um, that's kind of where we landed. And side note, our children love Peppa Pig. And one of the characters says uh, in one episode, it's better than real, it's pretend. And we just really like that sentiment. So Yeah, I feel like that kind of just sums the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, yeah, that, that, that's an actually a great transition into my final question. So we'll shift to final questions um, and uh, to, to, to be cognizant of your time and make this bite-sized for everybody. Um, your kids... So you mentioned them a couple times. You just mentioned them. Um, you guys, sounds like you eat, sleep, and breathe design and illustration. But you also mentioned, Daniel, that there's time that you just take away for family and you set that side of time, that's that time aside intentionally. That's mm-hmm. a hard sentence to say. Um, <laughs> but uh, but then you, but but you guys are so immersed in this culture, in this design culture, in this illustration culture. Does that rub off on your kids? Like, what are you teaching your kids? Um, do you guys have design time as a family, or do you kind of segregate the two things intentionally so that work is work and family time is family time? Yeah, I mean, our kids are constantly drawing on the iPad Pro, so, yeah. <laughs> so they definitely yeah. have seen us on there. Yeah. Um, I. Like, I feel like it, with our kids, it's kind of the same reason we took so long to work with each other is, like, directly. is like, we just want them to, like, be their own person. Yeah. Just like we wanted, to, like, each other to be their own artist. So it's the kind of thing where it's like, uh, our son Pete, he loves the color. And, like, that's super exciting. And I really want them to, like, love art and stuff. But, um, I mean, we don't have specific sit-down time, especially, like, with our kids. It's very much just, like we're doing this now we're doing this now we're doing this we never know but we i mean we've drawn on the sidewalk a lot with chalk we um 
show them like stuff that we work on and they'll ask us about it. Yeah. It's just, I can't really be on a computer without them wanting to. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I can't work when they're around because yeah. they right. just want to sit and watch like weird YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> so that, so that you're it. not, you're not cloaking what you do. You're not hiding yeah. what you do from right. them, but you're also not teaching them business practices and said, here's how <laughs> right. one day you'll take over the family business. So you got to know how to draw half. smiley faces on sons. <laughs> like you're not, that's, that's this is not a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's the kind of thing where you just share your passions with your kids anyway. So like, uh, they're really into Disney cause we're really into Disney. Sure. Um, like we watch TV, read books and do all that stuff together. And I like, we're not going to watch TV and read books that we don't like to. So right. they kind of just get into the stuff yeah. that you're into. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. it. So, uh, two Disney lovers, uh, in, in <laughs> you, you illustrate some Disney properties. What is an underserved Disney property? Like what is oh boy, s- some a, part just, of the Disney universe that needs more love from illustrators and designers? You're opening just a whole can of worms with me. Okay. You're going to say princess and the frog. The princess and the frog is a, the most underrated movie just of like ever. It's a great villain. Like so many people don't even know what that movie is. Sure. And B, it's just so beautiful, and you never really see any artwork for it anywhere. There's not really up at Disney World anywhere. The music um, is great. The music is so good. It's such a, like, just a fantastic movie. Yeah. And it's just tragically uh, overlooked. Downplayed. downplayed. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to see if you've done any artwork for it. I'm not we seeing any in your thread. <laughs> so, like, I, no, no, I have. I did. I drew Lewis. The gator in the omnibus drawing it did. Ah, nice. Mm-hmm. nice. So I went. Okay. You did. You, so is that both of you? Is that from both of you? Is that what you both think is the one, or do you each yeah, have one? Yeah, uh, probably. Okay. Hey, yeah, what about the I country mean, bear jamboree? <laughs> I would love to. I would love to see you guys do a country bear jamboree in your style, and I would buy a print for Patrick. I would absolutely, absolutely let him buy a print for me. <laughs> uh, it's gonna. That's gonna. It's gonna happen now. You just. <laughs> yeah. You just started. See, something. that's the thing. If you put stuff into the universe, you never know what may happen. <laughs> Listen, that's the lesson. I, that's what this whole thing has been about. Here's the thing. Always been about. But if we you keep putting stuff in the Disney universe, world, there's still. Then you put it out there. It's not. It doesn't the, stay hidden in your head. The first place I took Mackenzie when we went to Disney World, we went to Country Bear Jamboree. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, essentially uh, like a. Uh, they took a bear animatronic version of Patrick's family <laughs> reunion. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I like. I can place them all with people in my family. Like, oh, that's Uncle. That's uh, Uncle Buck. <laughs> also nice. a great movie. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, okay, well, I'll round out the finals then. So, if you guys, uh, for each of you, if I mean we've said this multiple times, art and design is your life. If that wasn't the case, what would each of you be doing instead? Oh, so we just, I just answered, you answered the question for me. We played the newlywed game on Squared Co. And this question came up. Ah, and it was okay. very hard to answer. So I can't be in the creative field at all? You can. That's fine. Okay. Nope. I okay. okay. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> no, this is my it's question. Lu- it's Luke's question. It's my no, question. Okay, let me okay. alter his question. Yeah. I you would, can, whatever uh, you want. Um, I'd probably be a teacher, I'd say. Yeah. Um, we've both taught in the 
cast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the actually, same class I at actually, different times. Same class at different times. <laughs> and funny enough, it's the class that we actually met in. We taught later. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. So last That's semester cool. I taught in the classroom that I was engaged, proposed to in. But um, nice. yeah, I'd probably be a teacher. Um, yeah. I don't know if that'd be like. Why, wait, wait, is it art? is it art teacher? Probably. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Hey, Luke, see, no, you I'll have the opportunity to, mo- to to narrow <laughs> the question. Fine. You could have clamped it down and you did so that's on you. <laughs> Um, if I had to work in another creative field outside of illustration and design, it would probably be, um, animating or working in, uh, movies or something somehow is something okay. that I've kind of always dreamed of. If it was a non-creative field, I feel like I'd also be a teacher too. Maybe like kindergarten, yeah, first grade. Nice. Worked okay. with kids and I loved it. So. Cool. Um, you guys fifth graders were the worst, though. For each other. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys are just the best. <laughs> yeah. If which you, one of you would be the primary teacher, and which one would be like the teacher's assistant? If you are in the same classroom, oh, I'm definitely the assistant. Yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah, yeah. Patrick. Yeah. How? How? That was an obvious bus. question. Yeah. Our, yeah. We have Look a very strong matrix. Even in the room, he, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like elbowing him back, yeah. like the he's whole like, time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is we got a podcast that, order. that he's uh-huh. allowed to be a part of. <laughs> no, but I think I do think that that's another like key to like our success in working together is that like I'm the boss. <laughs> you're the boss, <laughs> but I'm not like I'm not afraid to like uh, give up the power to you. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like no, that makes know, sense. Like, yeah. That's healthy. That's a, yeah. knowing your role and knowing how that how you guys work well together. For as much as we joke about it, that's that's amazing. Like I, I mean, I've had pl- like the three of us argue yeah. almost. <laughs> it's it's amazing that we're able to ever get more that we're able to get twenty five minutes of audio without us arguing. Like that's uh-huh. crazy to me. So um, so I can only I just, imagine. I make a list in the background of all the things that have upset me during the episode. <laughs> you said this, this <laughs> when was wrong. Done, I just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, we, it's we definitely the kind of thing where like you keep the business on track and I keep uh, the work schedule kind of on track. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. how it's just turned out to be. That's cool. I think that's awesome. So so tell everybody where they can find you guys, where they can follow you um, both individually and uh, as a duo um, and how they can support what you're doing. Maybe it's something that you're involved in. I know you guys just did the, the cute couple show. If there's anything new coming up, let us know where we can find you and support you. Sure. So we are on Instagram, that sort of thing, as uh, we are pretend friends. And then me individually, I'm at G Vanks, G E E Vanks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm at, I am Daniel Clark. And then our website is wearepretendfriends.com. And yeah, so we have some prints for sale right now for the Cute Couples Show mm-hmm. on squaredco.org. Nice. Uh, we have three different pieces in that, um, and those are individual. So. Yeah, we worked on those separately, but mm-hmm. yeah, for right now, that's about that's about it. Is there mm-hmm. ever a hope or a desire, even, um, to one day be doing your work for Wonderground, to be yes. like featured with Underground? Okay, yes. or with Wonderground. Yeah, that's definitely always been uh, on the list of goals. Uh-huh. We definitely try to set, you know, short term goals and then long term mm-hmm. goals, um, and that's that's always been on the list. So. Hopefully. It's yeah, definitely cool. not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, the the more I go there, the more and more I, I think it 
I just am waiting for the day that I walk in there and see one of the big banners and it's you guys. And I'm like, well, well, they're going to be too good to talk to us now. Uh, <laughs> Jared. Um, so that's, that's uh, awesome. Jared, so yeah, we're working we on head, Good. So before we head out of here, will you guys help us draw tokens so we know what we're talking about next week? Oh, yes. yeah. Rock and roll. All right. Well, that's it for the interview portion. Up next, we're going to draw some tokens. The tokens every week is when we get to find out exactly what our categories are going to be for the following week. And then we pick our topics based on those categories. The tokens are real. They're in my hand. We have guests. And so they are going to do the honors of choosing them. I have them face down. I'm shuffling them around like a street carny. Um, <laughs> it's been I so long, know. guys. Can you please. say carny? It's been so long. <laughs> Can you say? I don't know. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> All right. I have a uh, give me a number between one and okay. three, and you'll be picking for Patrick. Two. Number two. One. <laughs> Art and design, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, okay, you'll pick now one or two, and you'll be picking for Luke. One. TV and film. TV and film. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I AirPods. It's, we're like, that means I feel like I we're three months deep games. with this now. This is, uh, <laughs> this is at least a couple weeks in a row for sure. We're doing it. Um, we're doing things. Stuff is we're happening. We're doing it right. So thank you so much for coming on. You guys are a blast. I feel like we've just barely scratched the surface. You have a lot to offer the creative field uh, in terms of positivity and knowing how to work with each other and uh, and, and just cool figuring stuff. out this whole this whole uh, team dynamic. There's a lot to be learned from you guys. So hit them up on the Slack channel. Uh, join the Slack channel if you're not already a part of that community. Go to mf1podcast.com slash Slack to be a part of this uh, ever-increasing, ever-talented community of of super super fun people like like uh daniel and anna um and uh while you're on our website go uh, and search all the other incredible artists and people who we've had on the show in our archive you can also if you're watching this on youtube watch all the links and things or click on all the links right below here share this video like this video um Subscribe to our channel. It's YouTube. You know how to do YouTube. You're smart just cracks people. me up when you point down. There's nothing there. There is if you're on YouTube. <laughs> it's never there. <laughs> like, subscribe, check this out. Subscribe this. <laughs> Listen, guys. That's not how I do it. That's not how I do it. Um, gosh. I, I don't even remember where I was at. Did I say anything about YouTube yet? YouTube. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Down below. <laughs> We're on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, Google Play and Spotify and iHeartRadio. Maybe. Um, I think we're by this point we should be on iHeartRadio, but we haven't. We haven't confirmed it yet because this is we record this a week in advance. Anything's possible. uh, But it we should be there. Just go search it. Uh, While you're searching stuff, search M of One Podcast and all the social platforms. Connect with us. Talk to us. If you want to support the show financially, go to Patreon.com/slash. You guessed it, MF1 Podcast. <laughs> and uh, you, can, you can throw a couple dollars in there to support what oh, we're doing. We gosh. can continue to do whatever this is and hopefully so much more. <laughs> Luke has given up. Luke isn't even looking at the camera anymore. This It's it's derailing. I'm here. You guys are, a, are such a blast. Thank you for coming on. But we're going to get off of this episode for now. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm Patrick. I'm Luke. 
I'm Andrew. I'm Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. Uh, I thought she was going to say Andrew. Hold on to your butt. Hooray! Hold on to my butt. <laughs>